Welcome to the MMA Roadshow, episode number 323. My name is John Morgan, and Cold Coffee is with me, and not just in any old location. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. I mean, we could be coming to you from anywhere. I mean, obviously, we basically just come to you from the same place every week. But the <laughs> pandemic is ending, and we're going to start getting out. Of, this will actually be an MMA Roadshow again. We're back on the road again next week in Phoenix. But you know how it is these days. We've been coming to you from a whole lot of the palatial ground. Yes. The cold coffee. Of course we have, because we've all been forced into our houses for so damn long. But today, well, it's still the cost of the cold coffee, but <laughs> it's Studio B. Studio B. You're like, what is Studio B? Well, it's only the finest audiovisual <laughs> studio ever designed in podcasting universe. You think Joe Rogan got a place? No, no, no. He ain't, <laughs> no. He ain't, he ain't got no place. He, he ain't, ain't got, got no, no Studio B. He ain't got a Studio B. You see, that's what Studio B brings you. <laughs> cold coffee's musical interludes. Where it's largely just Doogie Howser music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a little subtle. I heard Mark Hunt uh, was able to find out that we were moving into Studio B. What did, <laughs> did, what did, what did he say, by the way, when he heard that we were going to do our debut episode in Studio B? <laughs> Great. <laughs> I think he had a cold. I think he had a cold. <laughs> Awesome. So here we are coming to you live from Studio B. No, Cold Coffee has, has been doing some work, man. Um, I think, uh, you know, the world knows what you've been going through over the past year or so and the <laughs> things that you've been doing with your life. But uh, I think you've you've uh, reinvested some time in music again. That's something that you've yeah, been kind of going yeah. back to. I'm sitting next to a, a beautiful drum kit right here. You've got some amazing kind of... Uh, I mean, I'll just—it's recording equipment, right? I mean, yeah, you like could a, literally yeah, that's you like could, a recording mic could, stand. Yeah, you could literally like drop an album in here if you wanted. <laughs> Ty- Tyron, hit me up, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some work. <laughs> no, but it's nice. Normally, uh, when we come over here at the, at the Costa Cold Coffee, you've kind of got your work set up over there, and then I always feel a little guilty. Yeah, that's Studio A. Studio, Studio A. a. You know, you kind of have to shift some things around when I roll in to kind of yeah. give, give me a seat. Now we got dedicated. Podcast yep. space. A mere you got, you got your own 323 <laughs> weeks into this, we decided, you know, if we had a table to sit at, that might make things a little easier. We don't have to move things around every time. We're not the, we're not the brightest of the of the bunch. No, 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 not at all. That's that's why people love it. Uh, all right, listen. Hope everybody had a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I, I had to work a little bit of the Memorial Day weekend, but then I took a couple of days off once we got back. And uh, <clears throat> my kid's first week of summer, you know, he's off of school now, so uh, kind of shifting into that summer mode and getting excited for all that. So hope everyone had a great Memorial Day weekend. Took a little time. If you didn't get a chance to check out the two CFFC events uh, that, that I did for USC Fight Pass, I will say at least – Check out CFFC 97. The second night, I thought the first night was good too. It was to be okay. The first night was good, um, but it, it was. It, you're right. It was okay. It, it, I mean, there were there were there were definitely some good fights, but it, like yeah. when you look at it overall, you're like, okay, well, I mean, that was a decent night of fights. It That's was it. it was decent enough, but it wasn't like, oh, hey, I'm I'm gonna call something like, yo, you gotta really go back and watch. I it. would agree. You know, um, and I and. But in comparison, the second night there were some there were some really good fights on the second one. It really was, and I and you know I have to think. I mean, you like you guys were good on the first night as well. But I mean, I think anything, you get two nights in a row, you're going to be warmed up better. So I think your guys' enjoyment and banter was even better on that that second night as well, which I think helps the overall show as well. I appreciate that, and and for also the people that don't know too, we lost our main event on on the first night. Yeah, that was. 
that was so <laughs> anticlimactic. I was like, no, this isn't happening. You know, so me, even as a viewer watching it, I was like, okay, because I caught into it a little bit late because the prelims I couldn't find. I didn't realize they were on their Facebook. Right. So I was lurking and looking. So when the, the main card came, I was like, okay, these are the fights everybody's expecting to watch. And then to get to the end, and I was listening to you guys, I'm like, okay, cool, there's going to be some big boys getting ready to bang. And then they started like, oh, well, we got to go to our president. I was like, what is going on It here? was one of the craziest <laughs> things we've ever done. So, yeah, night number one uh, started out good, like you said, the, the, once we switched over the, the main card, this kid, Gerald Spawn, uh, just absolutely dominant, man. We've been hearing a lot about him. He looked amazing. Uh, Chris Moutinho looked amazing and in his fight. So so we're getting in there. Uh, Laura Gallardo and, and Helen Peralta was a good fight. But during during Boy McCarmo versus Jeremiah Labiano, we, we, we start getting worried. Like, there's there's people bustling around. And actually, it's funny. I, I, I <laughs> I took a picture. I didn't save the paper because I thought it might be a little bit ex a little bit excessive. Um, but I basically, during the middle of that Boy McCarno versus Jeremiah Labiano fight, I get a piece of paper dropped off on my broadcast desk, and it says, and it's from, it, I'll just say, it's from Rob Haydack, our president. It just says, Rakeem Cleveland throwing up in the back, dot, 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 F-bomb, uh, no decision yet. Oh, <laughs> so, so I'm like, what? Did he actually so, write F-bomb? No, he, he, he didn't. I was trying, <laughs> I was trying to, you know, the, the kids might be listening. I'm trying, you know. Oh, oh okay. Oh, we're drop. cleaning up the show now. Wow. We're cleaning up the show now. Sometimes it's necessary. Like, sometimes yeah. you need it to make kids, that point. Kids, don't day drink like we are right now. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't imbibe the frosty beverages. If somebody tells you that 3 o'clock on a Thursday <laughs> afternoon is not the right time to be drinking, you tell them, F-bomb. <laughs> F-bomb you. F-bomb you, you, mister. Uh, yeah, so we get that. and So I'm, I'm showing punk, and we're trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, it's funny because that fight, I, I in my head had, had scored it for Labiano. We were kind of calling the fight like, hey, I'm pretty sure Labiano won this fight. And it ends up being a split decision for Boy McCarmo. And then in my head I'm thinking, yeah, I was I was a little bit distracted. So these are yeah. things that you probably never think about when you're when you're when you're listening to your broadcast. When you're yeah. you know, and you're like, ah, oh, what's he talking about? With I'm like literally like as Punk is talking, I'm 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 hitting the talkback button and talking with producers or hitting the cough button and talking with somebody on the side. Yeah, and then trying to bounce back and pretend like I even heard a word he just said. Yeah, it's but you know what? I, and I love calling fights and I love doing it at. You know the fight pass level because it is like that. You know we're not just recording for some web stream or something like that. You know we're, we're trying to produce a nice product and and uh, but it's fun to, it, to me. It's it's we chaos, try that but it's fun. Oh no 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 no! We're not going to take professionalism <laughs> to this. Mate, Roach, I, I need to get about? a cough. Where, where's my cough button? I need I need I to get that we, out. We, do, we don't we don't have a cough back. We don't have a talk back button. We don't have talk back. We don't have. So well, all we do is talk back. All, yeah. <laughs> so all that was going on during the show, um, and it made it made it made for a pretty interesting challenge. But yeah, if you didn't catch catch CFSC ninety seven, um, go go watch that one. There were some amazing finishes, some amazing fights, a lot of excitement. The main event, Elise Reed. Uh, I'm expecting to see her on continue. <laughs> that was good. That was that was a good fight. That was a good fight. She's good. So anyway, check it out. I hope everybody had a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, meanwhile, we move on. We're back to it. Uh, it. It is a fight week for us. Although I'll be honest with you. Uh, it does not feel a whole lot no. like a fight week in terms of here in Las Vegas. No disrespect to the uh, the fighters uh, of the fight card this week. Uh, UFC Fight Night 189, I believe, is, is, yep. Yep, is the one we're doing. Um, but UFC Vegas 28. Media Day was me. It was, yep, you. You. Uh-huh. And Amy Kaplan. Yep. And that was it. Yep. That was absolutely it. So it was, yep. uh, it was a little <laughs> weird. And, and, and I get fighters it. Fighters roll in, they're just like... Am I, am uh, I in the right? Am I in the right spot? 
I see the lights yeah. are on. Do we still have some more one-on-ones <laughs> to do before we actually do the big media session? Like, no, this is the big media session. Yeah, yeah there's three of us, so it felt a little weird this week. Um, but the reason is that, and we'll still talk about UFC Fight Night 189 because there are, there are a couple things I do want to talk about on there. But the reason is, is look, a lot of the media traveled out to uh, Miami for this, this Mayweather uh, versus Logan Paul fight week. You've also got... Uh, the Tyron Woodley and Jake Paul announcement and, and, and first face-off. And uh, we've got Danny Segura out there. Danny used to live in New York. He's basically, I understand, he's living in Miami full-time now. So any of these Florida events, we're, we're going to have somebody at, which is awesome. Uh, I'll be honest, man. I was I was watching the media day today. I don't know. I know you. Uh, I know you slept in a little bit today. We'll I just, did. <laughs> I, don't, so I don't know how much you got to catch of it. but you I, know, I caught zero. Okay, I caught zero. <laughs> Well, they had a fully fleshed out like media day thing with uh, that they streamed on YouTube. It was it, it was uh, nice, well produced. You know, they they had the the uh, what do they call that morning combat crew, Luke Thomas and and um, the, the morning combat is that what they call? It? I think I think that's what they call. It. Anyway, it was their crew. Um, and, and they were bringing guests. I like how you looked at me people. like like, like you thought I would know what you, know you were talking, talking about. about. Right? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so wrong. So wrong. Luke, Luke Thomas and Brian Campbell. Morning Combat, I believe. I'm like, I know, I know Luke Thomas isn't. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I apologize. Now, if you hear this, it's not meant as any disrespect. I no, I just don't listen to a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I, they, I'm but, in a bubble. But I, but so I watched it today, and dude, it is. I, I will say this. It is actually. Now this fight is weird. Let's start. Let's start with this fight first, because we got two two Paul brothers in action this weekend, yeah. and, and both of it's weird. Um, Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather is the one that's that's fighting Sunday night. If you want to watch pay per view, it's Sunday night, not Saturday. Um, listen, I, I just I don't feel like this is going to be much of a fight, but it, it it got exciting. I mean, this this stream that they did was good. Uh, you know, seeing Floyd Mayweather on there, man, he is. I mean, look, Floyd's... He's a character. He's a character, man. He's yeah. fun to be around. So I will say this. I got excited about the fight, but you know what I was really excited about? The fact that we weren't there covering it. <laughs> the fact that I was just watching it from home because it is absolute chaos. And yeah. uh, Danny Segura is still kind of running around right now, finishing up his coverage from the day. But I know he said behind the scenes, it's every bit the the chaotic show that you would expect it to yeah. be. But, so I, I'm in an interesting position because on Sunday night I'm I'm going to be working and I'm going to be helping uh, Danny with his coverage of this event. So uh, I get to buy the pay per view and charge it to USA Today slash nice. Junkie, which is nice. You can FaceTime it too, um, oh, sir. <laughs> sir, what? He, <laughs> what are you doing? You're just trying to get us in trouble today. Um, but no, I so. I'm trying to figure out where I would be. Now, if I wasn't required <laughs> to purchase this fight and required to work in this fight, would I still do it? Would I still spend my hard-earned money if it wasn't being paid for and compensated by somebody else? And you know what? How much is a pay-per-view? Forty. Yeah, I think 40 bucks. Is, or no, 50. Uh, 50 $49.99. Could be worse. It could be worse. I how, mean, how many rounds? Uh, eight rounds. Technically no winner unless somebody's knocked out. Is there anybody else of note on the card? Uh, Ch- uh, uh, Chad Ochocinco is making his debut. Oh wow! I mean, so I guess notable and so I don't know. Yeah, notable in stature. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I, I don't know. So Interesting. Tell, tell me where you stand on this because I the will price say price points lower than what I thought it would be actually. Yeah, and I heard Leonard Ellerby. By the way, I st- I like Leonard Ellerby a lot. I mean, yeah, he's I, awesome. Just working with him, he was he's he awesome. was great in the interview. I'm like, damn, I kind of miss working with that guy. He was fun. Yeah, to work he's with. a character. Um, 
but you know he what he said is like look we wanted to go with a lower price point this time you know last time last time Floyd fought it was a hundred bucks you yeah. know when it was when it was when it was Floyd and Connor so you know this is to be more for the masses and it was kind of funny Floyd I think Luke actually asked him you know do you think you can do two million buys and Floyd brought up he's like man people are stealing stealing things these days so I hope you know he's basically talking about piracy so he's like I hope you know he wouldn't commit to a number it's gonna do good I I see our our numbers yeah even though we get a lot of comments of people saying why the hell are you covering this look there's connections i mean the the, the logan paul connection the floyd mayweather connection we're gonna yeah. cover it um i mean if the brothers are gonna be fighting mma fighters every other fight you know it's like why wouldn't we cover it exactly you they're, know? They're, they're they are part of the mma discussion. and besides that what i mean what are you gonna watch what else would you rather watch if you could like watch the friends reunion which i heard sucked you know like no offense to those guys or whatever but it's like you know come on folks if if it comes to a combat sport of that granted it's a total just crazy exhibition spectacle shit show but what else that's would what, you rather watch i'm telling you that's where what I else would you rather watch if there if there's nothing else you're going to watch you know random soaps or random whatever like come on like that's why wouldn't we cover it that's why wouldn't we cover that's it? where i stand right now i used to be so worried about hey we got to worry about what we take serious and what we, yeah know, dude it's it's entertainment man and I, floyd mayweather entertains me man i i, I like yeah. watching him i like listening to him when, um, when when the day comes when floyd when we have no access to floyd and floyd's not around that that day will suck yeah i mean so I mean, I, I embrace all these sort of things. I think they're fun. It's just a, a random whatever. You know, it's not like we're changing the whole format of junkie or, you know, and be like, hey, we're just going to cover just purely these these clickbait spectacles. We're just bringing you more. It's we're just like, adding we, on. We didn't even bring less. We yeah. still covered everything. We're still from media covering Day. this we still other one. Everything. We still we're just it's, giving you extra. It's ridiculous. Fight night's going to be me and probably Amy Kaplan. Yeah. In the back. Yeah. Now, if we were an outlet that's like, oh, hey, we're only going to f- focus on the Logan Pauls and whatever, we would be there and we wouldn't be covering this. Right. We're still covering but it. But we're still covering it. We're still going to do what what we need to do and what our, our brand is. But if we have the, the bandwidth to cover this other thing, why wouldn't we? I mean, it's if, if I have USA Today right now, USA Today uh, hit me up saying that they're setting up a virtual Zoom or they're trying to talk with Tyron Woodley about his fight with uh the brother uh jake paul. paul tomorrow why wouldn't we as an offshoot that covers purely combat sports why wouldn't we be trying to do the same thing you know like if 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 big brother which covers government events which covers elections which covers life money real estate let everything tell, let me tell you how few times they reach out to us and ask us about right. hey what you got going on the ufc event this week normally right. it's if Connor's fighting, if Connor's fighting, uh, right, and if Connor's fighting, yeah, that's <laughs> about it. So for them to, to 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 look into this, that's that's the amount, that's the reach, that's the breadth of what this event is. I think doing. you have to get out of the hardcore MMA bubble if you're if you're not right. seeing why people are interested in this, you're not seeing why people want to tune in. It's a social, it's a, it, it's, it's a it's a social phenomena, you know, like the whole sort of thing. You, you know, go. you got you got. A uh, uh, prime athlete fighting what most people, you know, there used to be shows, pros versus Joes and all that other sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So here's something along the lines of where social media, you have somebody that's made good on his own merits to create a life and a career for himself within the social platform that he got so big that he could do what most people would never, ever be able to do. Back before having somebody off the, a regular person off the street with no following, no possibility of bringing money to the case has challenged fighters since the dawn of time to try to fight these guys. But it's always like, bro, 
no, I'm not going to fight you. I don't fight for free. Okay, well, what if I, what if me and my people can get behind and we can promise you a million or two million dollars? You going to fight me? Uh, yes, sir, I am. You know, <laughs> it's it's just a big difference. Like, oh, I mean, it's, now we're talking something a little different. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it, it it is what it is. But I mean, it's not like you know, um, you know, our sport is going to make a break on the on the the outcomes of these things. But it would be wrong for us for there to be a combat sport spec spectacle that we not pay attention to and. The fact that the people that are in it are kind of interesting. I mean, especially when you look at Floyd. Floyd, I mean, as much as whatever you think, what Floyd's done for boxing and, and what he does on the outside for the community that he lives in and that he's part of, he does great things. He does you know? a lot for the Las Vegas community. Yeah, he does, he does a lot. And, I mean, while there might be some things that you're just like, oh, I don't really like this, that's fine. You don't have to love the individual, but there's still merit to what this guy's doing and his career. And if he's willing to put... I mean, granted, it's an exhibition, so it doesn't really mean that he's putting right. the, the zero not up. Putting the zero on the line, you know, but, but he still is putting his reputation on the line. I mean, if he doesn't go out there and just destroy Logan Paul, that's, right? I mean, that's kind of an embarrassment to his legacy, yeah. right? What was the what was the kickboxer that he fought? Tension, tension, and remember, he, he was like, he was like, if he wants to come out and try to win every every round, I don't care. That's fine. He can't. He can't. It's just an exhibition. And what did he do? Well, Tension came out and took a swing on him. And it was great. Hearing Leonard Ellerby today, <laughs> Leonard Ellerby said the exact same thing. He was like, man, he was like, he was in the locker room and, like, everything was fine. And everything was like, he was relaxed and chill. And he's like, and then something switched. And I'm like, because yep. Tension didn't, he would, he didn't sign up for the, hey, we're just going to go move around a little bit and have a little fun. Like, Tension came out swinging. Floyd flipped a switch. And so that I think that's what's going to happen here. I mean, Jake Paul, you know, ratcheted things up a little bit by grabbing the hat, you know, and as stupid yeah. as it is, it's, I mean, and, and believe me, I think it is incredibly stupid, the gotcha hat. Yeah. But my God, did it ra did it ratchet up interest and, and, and did it become a central part of the storyline? Yeah. And, um, you know, I think Floyd does feel disrespected. That's, and, and, that's what he made, it, he made it about respect now. And yeah. He was like, you know, you disrespected me, you know, I was... You know, he was he was playing the part, and that's the whole thing with all these boxers. And the same thing with like Connor and him. Him and Connor said some really nasty things to each other and got did some really crazy things, but were inches away from each other, inches away. But there was never ever anything. There was never any physical grabbing right. of this or do whatever. But by doing what he did, he crossed the line. He broke he broke the barriers. That stuff has happened in boxing. You've seen, and we've seen it in MMA, face offs and other sort of stuff. Sometimes it gets physical. You know, a line is crossed. This was a little bit different because this wasn't even his opponent. This was somebody off to the side jarring, you know, you know, John Adams saying this, 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 and then crossed the line and took something yes. of his. And uh, so he saw it as a complete sign of disrespect. And then now, unfortunately for the Paul brothers, I mean, he's got his brother that's yep. now got to sit in front of him and take the brunt of it. And I think, look, it is interesting because, look, like I said, if, if Floyd doesn't destroy him, then I think it looks bad for him. And Logan is a much larger man. There's no question He's about that. He's a big boy. They're big a, boys, man. Yeah. They're, they're good size, they're man. They're going to have some, some big weight advantage uh, in both these fights, to be honest with you. Um, so I, I, I find it what was, interesting. What did they what, – what, what is the weight? 190. For, for the Tyrant? Uh, you know what? I don't know if there is one for the Tyrant yet. I'm not sure. I, you, know, you know what? No, I think that's 190. In fact, I think they're I'm both 190. I think both fights are at 190. I think both. I, I could be wrong saying that, but I think both Paul fights What's are at 190. What's Floyd going to come in at? Floyd ain't going to come in at near No, he can't come in at 190. He'd have to he'd have, have to get, to, Yeah, he'd yeah. have to, he'd have to like gain somebody, a bunch yeah. of weight. He comes up there with like two 10-pound plates and one in each hand. Like, yep, I'm weighing in. Like, 
He just, he's, just, he's like, I'm just going straight buffets for, for the days, and I'll see I you bet, I bet Floyd, I mean, Floyd probably wouldn't come in more than, like, 165 or something like that, 170 maybe? I mean, I mean. That'd you, be a struggle. I don't I think know. he looks that big. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, he he was wearing sort of looser clothes on that last face-off that oh, I saw. He'll weigh so, in. I, mean, I bet you he'll weigh in with, like, I mean, pants he's, on. And, he's going he's gonna to come in fit, you know, but he's going to. Easily, I mean, 190, he's probably still going to give up, yeah, 20, 25, 30 pounds. And then that's easy. not even counting what it's going to be on fight day. Yeah. You know, because, you know, Paul's going to, you know, put some more back on. So he's going to come in over 200 pounds. I still think, I think, I think Floyd can knock him out and will knock him out. I, I, I just, I think so. If not, it's just, I watched some of that. I, I don't know if you watched some of the open workout video. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping Logan was sandbagging a little well, bit. Well, I mean, I saw a little bit. I hope some of the stuff that I saw, it looked to me like you were catching bits after he had been working out for quite some it was. time. Like he, when he, he went to the one really, bag, yeah, he, when he went to that big floppy, floppy bag, yeah, yeah. you could tell he had a heavy, heavy sweat on him. So he had been working out And I don't think he was trying to bit. show off his speed. Yeah. Whereas like Floyd, you know, Floyd I wouldn't look, I wouldn't look too much on that because, I mean, we've seen, I've, I've seen Floyd on some of his uh, open workout days just completely 50%ing it, sure. you know. And while there were technicalities of it, he just laughed and he smiled and yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, th- I don't think it was anything more than just a workout, workout for yeah. for for Logan. I always love how too the, the the guy holding the pads is the one doing more of the work sometimes. You know? uh, dude, <laughs> that is like, like <laughs> that is tiring. <laughs> like, like that is a serious workout. All right, so man. what do you like, think we're gonna see? Is our, okay? So you're in. You're with me. It's ridic- The fight is ridiculous, but we're still gonna watch, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm well, still if watching. I can pirate it. I didn't say. <laughs> Actually, it's at a price point that that's not bad. Like I thought, you, I I was half expect that it would be eighty nine ninety nine or some, some something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I'm one of the ones that's like, wow, okay, you found a price point that I'm agreeable with. Like, right. but that's why I was a little worried about something else. I have no interest in seeing Ocho Cinco fight. No, me neither. Um, me neither. But I mean, that's much better. But yes, I am interested in the fact of I would like to see it. I I see it playing out the same sort of deal, like what we saw with. Um, with Connor and Floyd, he's gonna let Logan come out have a little fun, and, and have some fun, throw him. As long as he's smart and doesn't let him just go crazy, you know, don't leave your chin out there just to test his power. You know, let right. him take a full on one, but let him tire himself out. He'll cover himself up for the first two rounds, and then he's just gonna wear him down. And then the final KO because he's so spent yeah. that he can't defend himself, That's and the ref's gonna just gonna too. be like, I don't think he's gonna flat knock him out. No, I think it'll be it'll be a, a stoppage. Yeah, it'll it'll be a stoppage because it'll be at the point where refs like he's not defending himself and I he's agree. just eating a bunch. I agree. I think that's exactly what's gonna happen. I, I you know, no, and I'm not trying to disrespect Logan by any stretch of the imagination. No, I mean, like, like this is the same thing we said with Conor McGregor, who was a seasoned prize fighter. I mean, yeah. I think going into that fight, we were like, hey, Conor could land something, but it's probably not gonna happen. You know, it's probably so. Yeah. Anyway. All right, so let me ask you about the other one though. Does Jake and because here's what's interesting is like Logan. And Floyd is just dumb to me. But now that I'm I'm seeing the Floyd circus, and now that we're not in it, and I'm not angry because we're having to deal with all this, yeah. Now I'm kind of interested because I'm like, ah, it's Floyd. Like, how many more chances? That's it's it. like it's like the Rolling Stones coming to town or something like that. You know, you're like, we're not going to have Floyd forever, that's man. That's what I'm saying. We're like, not going to have more him chances. We're going to. So that's why yep. I don't think the I don't think the fight is competitive at all. I don't think the matchup is competitive at all. I'm I'm, I'm tuning in because I want to see Floyd. One of the last times we'll ever get to see Floyd. Now. I gotta be honest, Jake and Tyron. I'm actually interested by this fight. Yeah. I'm a little bit more interested, especially after Jake. What Jake did to Ben Askren again—that was Ben Askren. 
perfect matchmaking, perfect pick. They, they did the right thing here. But there's a reason they picked Tyron, too. You know what I mean? Tyron did not get selected by accident. So Jake Paul and his team clearly believe that Tyron isn't what he used to be, that at 39 years old, his speed, his power, his chin, all those things are suspect. Clearly, obviously, he hasn't been a professional boxer. He's a wrestler. He does have heavy hands. We've seen the knockouts that he has, but he's not a seasoned professional boxer. I'm actually intrigued by this fight. And yeah. I think, you know, same thing, right? Uh, Jake's going to be the bigger guy. Yeah. Tyron's going to be a little bit smaller. But, uh, but I mean, but Tyron and Ben Askren are two totally different animals. And you know what? I'll I'll give I'll give Jake some 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 props some respect because you know what this is not hand selected I mean it is and there's something that they see that they feel and maybe they got the evaluation right but I don't feel like they're they're picking on a a can if we will I mean yeah and I don't want to call Ben Askren a can but we all knew I mean we said what do you what do you the, clearly the guy admits he's the worst striker in all of MMA and that's who you're fighting in a boxing match this one I think there's a real element of danger for Jake Paul and I'm actually I've got to be honest with you. I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, when it turns, when you look at, you know, when you look at Tyron, he's got the physique and he's got everything that you're just like, wow, you know, how's this guy able to hold that all together and keep his his stamina up during an MMA fight? Well, he doesn't have to use half of that in this fight, right? So he's going to be able to have that strength and that durability a lot further. Unfortunately, I, for him, and it's the same thing with Ben, you know, having that taller guy. I think the biggest best punch that Jake has is that looping sort of overhand right that's coming up and over and down right and it caught Ben straight on his chin and if 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 Tyron doesn't keep his head off the center line it's the it's that same danger you know I mean can he eat a couple of those probably but you know will it hurt him if it catches him square it sure can yeah I mean he's bringing a lot of power that I mean, I, I wasn't too – I mean, I didn't really see any crazy jabs or anything. I don't think he has to worry about the jab. I think if he can keep his head off the center line and establish a jab himself, just don't get cocky and don't try to rush in there and get close. And maybe that won't happen in this case because he can't clinch. Right. He can't do any of that sort of stuff to get close. So if he maintains the distance, he's got to have to watch that right hand. That's the one weapon that Jake has that I think could hurt just about anybody. Yep. So if he can get past that and get in close and work the body and just use his power – he should fucking decimate him. But he's got to be smart about it. He's got to be able to work his way in there, but he's got to keep his head away from that that shot. That's the only way that he's going to get hurt. And uh, who knows? I mean, uh, his chin isn't as great as it used to be. I mean, um, but granted, even if his chin was great, if you take that shot perfectly flush on the chin it's gonna it's gonna do it's gonna do damage regardless takes a big guy and he's and he 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 was throwing that square and it was really quick again that was one of the things like when i saw in in the askren fight was that shot came quick it wasn't a big um slow looping overhand so he's getting some good torque in it i mean he's he's twisting the hips he's get he's generating power in that and he's generating with deep speed now if he tries to throw that 15, 20 times, and he misses a majority of those times, or if it's blocked to mo- some degree, that's going to tire out. That speed's going to slow down. Yep. Um, and then hopefully Tyron and his stamina, if the fact that he doesn't have to try to grind up and, and waste a lot of energy doing the wrestling and the typical stuff that he would do, um, I think he'll be okay. But there's a lot of questions. I mean, he's he's taking half of his tr- biggest strengths away as well. And while he does have punching, it's not like people were saying like, oh, you know, Tyron's got one of the greatest jabs in the in the game. Nah. 
He doesn't either. Nope. He's he's pretty much that big right hand yeah, as well. The big power shot. Yeah. So you got two guys with two big power shots, and then you just got to see who's got the you know who's going to have the best footwork coming in there. Who's keeping? Who's doing better with their head? You know, head movement. Head movement. Um, and we'll see. I mean, it, it is interesting because you know, while on paper it should look like an easy fight to say, oh, Tyron for sure has the fighting experience. He's got loads more fighting experience. But he doesn't just have loads more boxing experience. Right. And now he's going against a guy that actually is riding the momentum, believes in his power, so he's going to come in not afraid. And I think he's—I don't think he's afraid of Tyron's power. So he he's going to try to right, right you know, or wrong. Come in. I don't think he is either. Yeah, and, whether and, it's just because he doesn't know what he doesn't know, right? And and he's got the advantage of being the taller guy. You know, anytime you're in a, like a military engagement, you want to come from a higher elevation coming down. And Tyron, unfortunately, is the lower elevation coming up to him. So. Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be interesting to see, but yeah, I'm much more intrigued in that. I mean, still, I'm in, I'm in love watching the 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 Mayweather fight. I mean, because like you said, it. I mean, Mayweather is love him or hate him. These were the last times we're going to see him. See so I'm so excited and intrigued just to see how he performs, because he's one of these guys that you know could go away and he comes back just like Connor. Sometimes he goes away and comes back and. You see some great performances, and you're just like, my goodness, these guys are just crazy specimens. You know how they're able to do it. Floyd can do that, and uh, but with but with uh, Tyron and and Jake, it's just a matter of two two guys that uh, I just love. I love the the heat, the heat that's sort of simmering a little bit about it, you know. And and if Tyron gets really really amped up, uh, I think an amped up Tyron could be fun to watch because I feel like there's been times we haven't seen that right we've, we've seen we've seen a tyrant that's motivation like motivation and the passion seem to be lacking a little right bit. you know and and in some of these fights if he wasn't fighting for the title we saw a different version so maybe this version what we're going to see in this in this sense maybe we will will see the Tyron that thinks he's fighting for a belt because this is going to be one of the biggest purses, if not the biggest purse, I imagine. I heard it's the biggest payday that he's ever fought for. He's ever made. So might as well put it on like it like it's a title and, and go all out. And you know, uh, he he's not as young and he's not as crazy and 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 maybe all powerful as he used to be. But my goodness, I mean, on his best day now, still a, a fantastic thing to watch. I imagine. I'm excited. I'm ex- I'm actually excited for that one. Like I said, this, week- this weekend's fight, I'm watching for a completely different reason. I don't believe it's going to be competitive at all, but I'm watching to see Floyd Mayweather. Man, I really am. It's not even. Yep. I'm not even saying I'm tuning in because I can't wait for Logan Paul to get his ass kicked. I don't care. Who cares? You know I, mean? I don't care. Like they they are not under. Yeah. I think they're under a lot of people's skin. Like they really bother people. Yeah. Like I just realized what they are. Like. They're Colby Covington and Chael Sonnen multiplied by each other, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're just characters to the end. But you got to respect them. They've done a hell of a job. I mean, look at these opportunities. They're, they're running combat sports right now. Those two brothers right now are the biggest stories in combat sports this Calling week. Calling their shots which is and insane. getting what they want. So you got to yeah. respect them. So I'm not even of the mind that, like, oh, I just can't wait to tune in and see that dude get his ass beat and shut nope. these guys up. Look, man, they know what they're doing. They've played their cards right, and they're getting rich because of it. And I respect them for it, man. They, yep. they hustled and grinded and got theirs. Um, I'm just tuning in because Floyd, man, he's, he's you know, that's that's going to be it. So Danny Seguir is out there. If you're not following Danny Seguir on social media, do that. Um, by the way, uh, Danny actually covering the boxing beat. Uh, he'll be going to Mexico in a couple weeks to, to cover uh, Anderson Silva's fight with Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. as well. So we'll have huh. MMA Junkie. will have some on-site coverage of that as well. So it's normal. It's normal. That was great, man. Thanks, Anderson, for chiming in. Hey, man. you know, I had, that, I had that one stocked he away. He was excited to see Danny Segura coming <laughs> yeah, on, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, 
horrible. Uh, no, so, uh, so, yeah, we'll have all that. So, uh, shout out to Danny for covering that. So, all right, we're covering UFC this weekend. As I said, UFC Fight Night 189, Jarzinho, Rosenstrike, and Augusto Sakai is the heavyweight main event. It is a meaningful heavyweight main event. It really is. I think what I realized this week is, is a couple things. Number one, obviously neither one of these guys are big trash talkers, and that's fine. I don't need everybody to go out there talking trash every time. But there's just not even – you know, big, just, you know, big quotes or anything. You know what I mean? Jarzinho's very just quick, direct, to the point, doesn't say a whole lot. Augusto uh, doesn't speak English, but he's obviously pretty much kind of just a laid-back kind of guy anyway in terms of the way he approaches things. You know, he does say he wants a knockout here, and he wants a top-five opponent next. But I think what's difficult for me right now is that uh, this John Jones thing, I feel like it makes all the other <laughs> – I feel like it makes all the other heavyweight fights like – I don't want to say not meaningful or, or, or whatever, but it's just, I don't know, the fact that we've got kind of this holdup in the division and we're waiting to see what happens. And we all want to see John Jones get in, but it's this money play and, and this and that. And I don't know, I feel like it makes all the other fights less meaningful because we know there's like this fight that's just always going to jump in at any point in time. I almost feel like it was like when, when Connor was kind of holding out and, when, hey, when's he coming back and what's he going to do next? It's like, you can never really say for sure, like, hey, well, so-and-so wins. You know they're going to get the title shot because yeah. you're just waiting for John Jones to step in. So I feel like this is a is a, is a is a rather meaningful fight, but I think the cloud of John Jones right now is is making me less invested in the heavyweight division. Yeah, I mean, you're right, though. I mean, you you almost just want John to just, just finally jump into the fray just just or say what you want, you know. Say that, hey guys, I'm not coming back until I get a title shot, and and that's that, you know, and and then I'll be in. So we kind of know what's going on, um, or just finally jump in and just get back to fighting. I mean, yeah. I you know when the when the latest thing that we hear about him is like, oh, I've I've hired this guy to help manage my affairs, and that's the only news that we're getting. Like, I don't care, <laughs> you know. Like, I understand this person was somebody, but I also remember when there was a woman that. Thought the press conference was about telling people, "Hey, I'm I'm John, whatever, oh, you know, blah blah." I, I, it was so ridiculous. That was great. Um, the crisis PR. Yeah, the crisis PR person jumped in front of us and said, "I believe you all know who I am." And everybody looked at each other and was like, like "Not a clue." <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> who are you? Um, and by the way, if you're in crisis PR, don't tell people you're in crisis PR. Yeah. PR. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, enough yeah. about that. Don't say you're the person that you bring in when the shit hits hit the fan. <laughs> uh I mean, I'm just yeah, I'm excited to, to to see him come back and do whatever. But you're right. I think when I look at this fight, this is a fight of con- contenders that are up at the top of the division. These are guys in in the I'm not even sure what their UFC or uh, junkie rankings are, but I'll just briefly say they're in the top ten, right. top five ish, whatever. So <clears throat> this fight does mean something. Is it uh, a fight that is the most? Uh, Exciting, you know, when you juxtapose it against like what we're seeing when we were just talking about boxing. Sakai doesn't speak English, so we're not going to hear a lot of trash talk on his end. Jerzino isn't a big trash talker either, so we're not going to hear it on this end. So you solely just have to base it upon the excitement of just watching two heavyweights go in there and throw down. And that, if anything, you can, you know, without jinxing the universe, oh, should be fun. these are two it guys that throw down, right. you know, and, and Sakai has kind of got the whole, he's got some, some slick ground game as well. So it's not just power, power, but 
hopefully it is just power because that's all we want to see that's most of the time I, with I big did. guys. I, I just want to see power. I ended up picking Jarzinho in this fight, but I'm a little worried because I think if, if Sakai stands toe-to-toe, I do think he'll have some problems. Not that he's not capable of. Anybody yeah. in the heavyweight division has knockout power, but I think standing toe-to-toe, I like Jarzinho's speed uh, more than I do. I think Sakai's a little bit more kind of lumbering forward, that yeah. sort of thing. you know. And I think Jarzinho can deal with that. But if Sakai can, can get this fight into the clinch and rest, which might not be the most exciting fight, right. and I think he wants to make it. I think that's probably his best path to victory, but I don't know if it'll necessarily be the most exciting either. Yeah. So, uh, and you're completely right. That is completely, I think, his best path to victory. Um, I think if he gets in there and does what he does and he can control it, he will completely dominate Jarzinho. If they get up against the cage and gets him in the clinch, yeah, he's going to have a hard time getting down, you know, so. Uh, or Jarzinho. By the way, we have Jarzinho at 7 and Sakai at 11, so just outside of the top 10. But it's yeah. 7 and 11 in the world. That's that's, that's a meaningful top. fight. So yeah, that's a that's meaningful a big fight. One. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. Um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to spend more time breaking this down than it, than it needs just because I'll be Two honest. Two guys go smashy smash. I don't think that's where the big attention is. <laughs> I'm being 100% honest. I, I will say that a, a sneaky – Meaningful fight as well is the co-main event: Walt Harris versus Marcin Tybura. Yeah. Um, you know, Marcin Tybura obviously had a fantastic 2020. Man, he went four and zero in 2020. So after he had had some struggles, he's kind of rattled off some wins. Meanwhile, we know what Walt Harris has, has gone through. We know what the personal tragedy has been. Um, but I thought he was in great spirits. I want you to hear a little bit of this because this was the media day, um, and Walt, I think. Well, I'll just, I'll just play it first, and we'll talk about it. Here's, here's, uh, here's the big ticket. You know what? I has got love for Walt Harris. What's going on, man? Uh, How are you, brother? Back in Vegas. Does it, I mean, does this feel more normal? Like, the last year – well, I mean, I know for a lot of reasons, the last year has been crazy. But the fighting situation, you know, Florida was bizarre. Yeah. Abu Dhabi was bizarre. Does this feel like more like a, like a normal fight week? Yeah, man, it's a lot more normal uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, but, you know, it's just like home being in Vegas, especially when uh, – you know, you're getting to go to the PI and all the people there. You know, I got such great relationship with them. So, uh, it's been phenomenal being out here for eight weeks training and, and getting in the trenches with these guys. That's awesome. I guess life can never be 100% normal for you again, right? But, does I mean, does it feel like a different place? I think we, we admired what you went through last year and thought that – I'll be honest with you, I didn't know if you should be fighting. You know what I mean? Because it was so tough. How does it feel now? Um, it feels amazing. Um, you know, I've stated this before. Um, you know, very candidly that I honestly feel like in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have been fighting. You know what I mean? Uh, but I was running away from the pain, uh, you know, all the things that we were going through and our life was absolute whirlwind at that time. So fighting has always been a refuge for me. It's always been a place where I can, you know, dive in, get beat up, enjoy it. And I leave feeling better, you know, like a better person. So that's kind of why I got into the whole, like, all right, let's fight again. Um, but honestly, today probably should have, or you know, Saturday night should probably been my my actual return because I'm mentally healthy, physically healthy, man. I feel amazing, um, and I busted my tail for this, so I'm excited to get in there and show you guys what I've been working on. That's awesome. Before we get into the fight outside of life, you're doing great things outside of the cage too, right? A lot, sure. a lot of good things. Can you update us on kind of where things are progressing? Yeah. Um, so Anaya's Law, um, as you may know, we we got that up and running. It went through to, to the Senate. Um, so they're voting on that. It went unanimous, which is absolutely amazing in the state of Alabama. Nobody opposed it. Um, it was a blessing to see that go through. Um, and we're also, we launched um, our nonprofit for our daughter called Anaya's Heart. 
Um, you know, you guys can check that out at anisheart22.com. Um, it, it, it basically focuses on helping families and being a buffer between the family and law enforcement in those times of need when they're missing a loved one. Um, we also teach self-defense. Um, we have, I mean, it's got so many different branches. I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now, but uh, it, it's been phenomenal. Uh, you know, we do search and recovery as well. Um, and I don't want to quote it wrong, but I believe we recovered 10 people so far. Um, it, it's just been, you know, a way to, to help other people, man. Um, I think that's what I've gotten out of this last year is to try to be uh, a better person and help other people not deal with what we dealt with. I was going to say, I mean, this is going to be a part of your life forever, right? I mean, this is, this is like the platform and, and sure. a purpose in life. For sure, man. It's definitely my purpose. Um, you know, I know my daughter's looking down very proud um, of all the, you know, leaps and bounds we've made in, in just a short period of time, and, and it's just the beginning. So I'm excited to keep going and, and, and be, a, you know, of service to other people, uh, you know, that are, that are missing loved ones or that, are, that just need help in general. Nice. So let's talk about this matchup, right? we got a heavyweight main event, but – a pretty big heavyweight fight here as well, right? Does yeah. it feel like kind of a, a big fight? Because yeah. I think the division could shake up a little bit. It's a hundred percent a big fight. I mean, the division's wide open right now with all of the uh, you know moving parts. We got fresh faces, uh, we got some old faces, we got a new champ. Um, you know, so it, I'm excited to state my claim in it, man. You know, that's the beauty of this division. You know, you can drop one or two and then get two more, and you're right back in the thick of it. So um, I'm excited to go in there and show the world the best version of myself. Nice. What do you think about Tawur? I mean, uh, you talk about setbacks. He had a couple setbacks recently. Now he's on quite the run. What, what, do, what do you think about him as an opponent? Um, I think he's a tough game opponent. Um, you know, he's very well versed on the ground. Um, he's a grinder, you know, and I, I'm prepared to go in there and grind with him. Um, you know, I think that he's probably looked at the last two fights or, or what have you and was like, oh, you know, I see chinks here, chinks there. But, you know, I wasn't myself. And you can guarantee come Saturday night he's going to realize that. Nice. I guess last thing for me, the goal here, I mean, of course you want to win, but I mean, does it feel like this is that time to make a statement? Because I, I, I think you kind of should get a pass for the last year, if I'm being honest with you, man. You know I appreciate like? that. I'm glad you feel that way. I appreciate <laughs> it. You know, so, but does it feel like, hey, I'm going to go out there and like, I got to show everybody I'm, I'm, I'm still that guy? A hundred percent. You know, that's, that's part of what drives me every day is, is I want to show people that you can go through the worst thing you've ever been through in your life and you can keep doing and going and chasing your dreams. And, you know, um, I feel like that's my purpose. You know, it's not not to show or to show, you know, that I'm not a quitter, that you don't have to quit. You don't have to give up because it gets hard. When it gets hard, you get harder. Pause. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you keep going, you know what I mean? And I, I just feel like I'm blessed to be in this situation, in this, uh, in this position, you know, to show the world that you can, you can really do it. So that was Walt Harris, and I mean, listen, the loss of, of a loved one that he suffered is, is life is never going to be normal. But I'll just be honest. I mean, I think we were kind of honest there. Like, I I thought he came back too soon, man. I, and I understand the reasons he laid out as to why. Um, but I think Walt finally sounds like he's in a normal place again. You know what I mean? And I think that's good. But uh, but Martin Tubora, uh, you know, he's not going to make things either uh, easy on him either. So uh, you know, again, kind of a, a sneaky meaningful fight there in, in, in the heavyweight division. Uh, Walt Harris, who, who we actually got at, at number 14, Tabura had made his way in there before. He had some losses, but now he's kind of like just outside. Um, so this is obviously a, a you know a couple of big heavyweight fights. So hopefully they end uh, in some entertaining fashion. 
A couple of things we'll put out here. Uh, Roma Delice versus Loriana Staropoli. Um, I think Delice has has an opportunity to be uh, a, 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 an impactful fighter. So we'll see how that plays out. Miguel Baeza versus Santiago Ponzinibbio. That, that looks like fun. it should be fireworks. Should be and boy, they're throwing um, they're throwing Baeza into the deep water early in his career against Santiago Ponzinibbio. But um, but I like it, you know. And meanwhile, Ponzinibbio. You know, he had the, the, the years away, and he had the, 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 the comeback, and, and it you know, wasn't the triumphant comeback that he'd hoped for. So that's that's a big, big fight right there. Uh, and, and so I think that one definitely will be fireworks. And then how about we line this one out? Dusko Todorovich is chasing Gregory Rodriguez, who we met for the first time. Uh, and I just want to play this because I, I think some of the thing I like to do on the road show is highlight people that – Maybe you weren't aware of, or maybe yeah. you didn't know anything about. Um, and I'll be honest, Gregory Rodriguez is a guy that I had seen compete on the regional stage, but I really didn't know much about him, his backstory, his personality, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I thought this guy kind of stole the show on media day, he, man. You stole my. That's exactly what I was going to say. He, you know, there's there's certain times when certain fighters stand out and that you remember. Like, I mean, we had what 13 fighters. Yeah. And it's like, man, it's just it's mind numbing. But you kind of just remad, you remember the emotion that you felt after different uh, interviews happen. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, gosh, I like this cat. You know, like, I just like his energy. I like everything. So I agree with you. I, I think he did steal the show. Yeah. So here's uh, as as you'll see again. Not a lot of media there, but myself and Cold <laughs> Coffee. So this is an MMA Roadshow exclusive. We tag team for Gregory Rodriguez. And by the way, I'm not taking away from Todorovic at all. He's a nice guy. He's always been very polite and great to us as well. No, but, he was nice. Uh, I think you really, if you, if you don't know Gregory Rodriguez, uh, get to know him now. This is uh, RoboCop. Well, Gregory, welcome uh, to the UFC. I was going to ask, what what's the emotion like for you right now? Man, that's that's incredible and all. That's that was a dream since I was a kid. My my parents' dream and. And that be coming through, so I'm I'm very happy. I'm glad to be here. I just want to say thank you, the UFC, you know, everybody, and working hard for, you know, uh, give me this opportunity. So I'm just happy, and I can't wait. I'm excited. I can't wait to be in the octagon. That's awesome. Uh, you fought two weeks ago, right? I mean, did did you did you think like oh, I mean, maybe that'll be enough? Maybe I'll be in the UFC in a couple of weeks. Man, you know, uh, the funny is uh, I I never thought. I will be in the UFC after this fight, you know. Uh, yeah, I just fought two weeks ago, and I'm, I'm happy and glad because the fight you know, wasn't the first round, and I, I didn't get any hurt, any injury, so I was ready to go. And then receive a call. I said, man, now I'm a former champion in the LFA, you know. They, I received a call, like, right in the day off the fight, day after fight. I was you know, with my friends, my church, and we celebrated the, the belt and everything changed. And now we celebrate, I'm in the UFC. And that's the, that's the one uh, news. And I think it, all the fighters want to, you know, receive one day. So, yeah, I'm just happy. Uh, I'm glad. Um, thank God to, to get this opportunity and, and let's going to do it. That's awesome. Uh, you know, we hear a lot about octagon jitters and nerves. I mean, I guess we'll have to see how you feel on Saturday. But right now... Does it feel different than, than, than a typical fight? No, I uh, didn't know why. Uh, I learned a lot. I get a lot of experience in my career. And uh, one of the things I learned was even the UFC, you know, uh, the, the only thing going to change is the lights. Maybe it's more lights and a lot of people is going to watch you, but a fight's a fight. And I know uh, in, inside the UFC is a lot of big fighters, you know, great, great fighters. And, and, and I think what I want is learn – 
and every step I do. So that's a new step for me. So I want to learn in everything in these steps. You know, I want to get observed everything that I can for go to the next level. So yeah, that's that's my thought right now. I'm relaxed. I'm I'm confident. I I know I did I did my my homework, and 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 yeah, I'm just excited. You know, uh, I just fought. The, the funny is I fought two weeks ago, but. The, the, my feeling right now is, man, I want to fight. I want to fight again. I want to feel this again. And I'm happy for that. You know, I'm very happy for that. Nice. When you got the call, was it automatically like, yes? Or did you go like, well, who's the opponent? What's the date? Or was there any of that? <laughs> no. Uh, my manager, he called me. I was, I was with my friend celebrate the belt, like I said. And my phone started ringing. And then I got the phone and then I saw it's my manager. And then I, of course, I thought, man, that something happened, you know. And then he said, hey, how are you feeling? And I'm feel great, you know. I, I'm just tired. I'm celebrating right now, but I didn't sleep last night. And he said, yeah, you didn't sleep. He said, yeah. He said, probably you're not going to sleep this night, too, <laughs> because you just signed with the UFC. And I said, what? I, I, did, I, I, don't, I don't ask about the opponent, you know. Uh, I, think, I think they give it to me. is the step I need to do, so. And uh, I just said, and he said, hey, you want to fight? They ask you, you want to fight in, in, in June, June 5th? And I said, you asking me that? Just say yes. Well, of course I want. And yeah, yeah, it was, was pretty good. Uh, man, I'm, I'm very happy, you know, uh, that's feeling. Not because just being the UFC, you know, but uh, being fighting, you know, and do what I love. That's make me happy. That's, I, I do what I I love to do. I lost my dad in 2015. So when my dad gave his life for this, the dream to come through, he gave his own life for real, and 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 pass for everything I pass. You know, I think that was just uh, prepare me to to this opportunity, prepare me to uh, uh, this step, and 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 this I'm, I'm gonna live it right now. So, yeah, I have a lot of you know. People uh, working hard for me, you know, especially my my mom, my dad, my wife. Is she, you know, every all of them give their best. So the only thing I need to do is a fight. And 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 it's funny that people say, man, you you are a warrior. You do a hard work. And I say, I keep thinking, man, I just do what I love to do. You know, that's not that's not hard. Of course, has some part of the hard and the training and everything. Sometimes you, when you don't make money, it's hard to do the some choice. But uh, like I do what I love to do. I'm glad for that. I'm happy to fight, being fight, be a fighter, and and that's it. So I'm just gonna do what I do. That's awesome. What do you think about the the matchup with Dusko? He he said that you guys were supposed to fight before a long time ago. Do yeah, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I was in, in Germany at the time, and, and, and the guy there, he offered me to sign with the FFCs at one show here in Vegas. And, and one, the first opponent was Dusko. And, and it was funny, when I saw his picture, uh, you know, when they offered me the UFC, and I said, man, I know this guy. And, and that's funny, you know. Uh, the, man, the, 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 the world of the MMA is so small. You know, one day you're going to face it, and the people you, 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 you saw for a long time ago. And and it's very nice. Uh, I think Dusko is a tough fighter. He's a kid, you know, young young fighter, but a very very tough. You know that that's not that's not uh, uh, he's not in the UFC for nothing. You know, he working hard for that. I, I respected that, but uh, I know who I am too. I know what I can do. I know I have a power. I have everything I need. You know, to be a great fighter in the UFC. So I think that's going to be a great fighter. 
And even I fought in two weeks ago, but I was I was ready for five minute round, five rounds, five minute rounds, and that's gonna be three rounds. So I'm I'm happy for that. <laughs> and yes, man, uh, I think it's gonna be a great debut for me. Uh, it's a, it's a great fight for my debut, and and I'm I'm happy he accepted the fight, and and let's go. That's awesome. Last thing for me, you get your your goal here. I mean, do you feel like you want to come in and be like this? instant contender that are people like that guy's you know you're gonna be a champion or do you feel like you kind of want to develop a little bit what, what do you think yeah no yeah that, that's that's what i think you know that's what i learned i don't put in my 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 hand what I, I can't touch so i put in my hand right here and right now my thoughts in this fight you know all everything i have everything i working hard I, I did my work for this this bout and i don't think in the future you know the future God knows, he, he, he write down for me. And I'm just gonna see in this fight, I'm gonna pass there, and I'm gonna accept what the UFC said for me. And, and, and I will, I know, like that, I will growing up, you know. And one day maybe, I don't know, I can't say right now. I just need to do my hard work, and I, it's gonna pay off. One of the things I noticed is your English is absolutely fantastic. Is oh, that is that I mean, because you're born in Brazil, is that something that you realized early on that you needed to work on, especially in the sports? Because I think we run into the 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 what happens sometimes is we have these great fighters from other countries come in, but maybe they don't make make it to the mainstream because there's that language barrier. You don't have that problem. Yo. When did you start doing English and what was the 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 reason behind wanting to get so fluent in English? Yeah, uh, the, the, I never, I never studied English before at all. I moved, I moved to United States in 2018, and I'm a jiu-jitsu black belt. And I started teaching jiu-jitsu, and they offered me this, this, this job. And I say, man, I accept, but I'm not speaking English at all. How are we gonna do it? But that was good, you know, because I learned a lot. But before that, I, I know, always I thought, man, I need to speak in English because the, 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 the my job, my work, what I do, I need, I need that. You know, because it's, it's English is the is the lingua for all over the world, you know, and everybody can understand me. So that's why. So I try to improve myself and always in, in, in all my ways, in my lingua and speaking English and, and, and compose myself and, you know, and everything because everybody's going to be watching me. And I need to be something. I need to, I need to show them something. And, and that's, that's what I think, you know, and, and all, my, all my life. And... and and yeah, so I try to improve that. And thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm nervous here, man, to try to use all my English, but I try. I try. It's fantastic. You 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 haven't faltered once. Uh, you did mention something to your dad. I'd love to get your get your thoughts on it. You said that. Um, you, you I'm sorry to hear your 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 father's past in the past, but was he the one that pushed you into MMA and pushed yeah. you into martial arts? And and you know maybe talk a little bit about what that was. Yeah, yeah. My my father was a capoeira master in Brazil. And when I was five years old, I started training capoeira. And my, and my eight years old, I, I, I went in the jiu-jitsu team in Manaus, Amazonas. And my father, his dream was become a fighter, but he had a wife and three kids and needed to work in a lot. And he, he didn't have the time to live his life, to live his dream. But he lived his dream in his sons. And uh, that's, that's one of the, the, the reasons I... I I push him myself and I keep going because I saw how he and my mom sacrificed to, you know, to make us training and he working hard and hard. And then, uh, yeah, he was the guy, uh, he my inspiration, you know, what I'm here right now. I know he, 
he's in a good place and, and he will he's very proud of me to make this happen. Not because I'm in the UFC, but because I never give up. You know, I, I did my best. I did what he he teaching me. And then my mom is alive. My mom is very happy. And then always I said, uh, my mom, my dad, they love the MMA more than they love the sport more than me. And that, that's why I'm here. So that they are a reason I'm here. My wife, too, she working hard. Sometimes I didn't have money to pay my bills, but she, she working a lot. And she said, hey, go training. You know, I know you can you can be some somebody if you do your best, if you go in training. And I say, Mom, but I need to make money. How are I going to pay the bills? And no, 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 don't worry about that. I will do it. And and I'm glad, you know, I can I, I don't have a, I don't have an excuse to say, no, I didn't make it for this or for that. So, no, I, I, I don't have this excuse. You know, everybody, you know, uh, believe in myself. They believe in me more sometimes more than I believe in myself. And, uh, and, and I, I take some fruits off the seeds, someone throw my life. My, my parents, my, my, my coach, and my wife, my friends, my church, and God, and everybody. So, and that's it. Well, you, you spoke on your mother there. How proud is, is she of what you've achieved? And is she the kind of mom that will, because you mentioned that she likes MMA a lot. Does she yeah. critique you after fights? Does she give you feedback after your fights? <laughs> yeah, she does. Uh, she Now, I think she's a little more nervous uh, for watching my fights, especially when I lost. So, But uh, she, yeah, she always, uh, sometimes when I, when I was just jiu-jitsu fighting and I went to some tournaments, just me and her was her. And I, and she feel me and she screaming on the side, you know, and she never trained before, but she know a lot, she know, because she was watching a lot. And, and my mom is funny and, uh, yeah, she, she's very happy and, and I'm happy to, to make her, her heart, you know, uh, proud of me. And, and we just, we just started, you know, that's just the beginning. And of course, uh, we have uh, a lot of work to do, but, uh, even just to be here, uh, that, that's, a, that's a fantastic win in my life and day life too. All right, so you go. One, one fighter maybe to put on your radar if you're tuning in on Saturday night and uh, want to check things out. By the way, one of those early ones again. Uh, prelims start at 4 p.m. Eastern. That's 1 p.m. local here in Vegas. And main card yeah. is at 7 p.m. Eastern. That is 4 p.m. local so here in Vegas. So be out by 10 p.m. So, yeah, man. we got an early night. Oh, I like these. It'll get us ready for uh, get us ready for the boxing match next night. All of it is on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, Antonio Ahoyo, who admitted he was kind of fighting for his job against Tom Breeze. Tom Breeze, actually, uh, Tom Breeze is an interesting character. We've covered him for, for quite some time on the MMA Roadshow. And, you know, he's openly discussed, you know, it's kind of his, his mental battles with the sport along the way. And he's not always the most vocal uh, guy ever. But uh, if, if you want to check out his interview uh, on, on the MMA Junkie YouTube channel or on MMA Junkie, uh, he basically laid into uh, the Fight Island situation and talked about how much he hated it over there. Uh, so that was great uh, to see him kind of open up and just not hold back whatsoever. No, he uh, certainly didn't. Prelims over where there's some decent fights in here. McQuandamere, Connie, Mr. Finland, always happy to see him back. He says 
love what he said. He's like, this is like my first fight as a professional. I'm finally taking everything serious. Uh, he's fighting as Kemwella Kirk. Uh, a fight that I know that Cole Coffey has expressed some interest yes, in. Yes, I have. Uh, Montana De La Rosa <laughs> versus Ariane Lipsky. <laughs> I imagine Cole Coffey will be making sure there's no interviews happening during that one, uh, that he's able to give it his full attention. Full attention. Yes. I uh, mean, <laughs> Just love certain MMA fights. I know. It's just the styles. It's a match of styles. Styles makes fights. Styles make fights, and they both have style. Tanner Poser <laughs> versus Alir Latifi. That could actually be fun as well. We yeah. Didn't, didn't get to talk to these guys. We thought we were going to get Tanner Bozer. It was funny. I, I was going to ask Tanner if he would open the the, the monster water bottle <laughs> with, with his, his teeth. teeth. <laughs> but he didn't come back, so we didn't get to do that. Uh, I guess Iller Latifi, who we saw walk in, and uh, Iller Latifi just always looking like a just, I mean – a barrel of a human being. Uh, Muslim Salikov, who can be a very, very exciting fighter for, against Francisco Trinaldo, who has got to be at least 55 years old at this point. I don't, <laughs> care, I don't care what he says. Mason Jones versus Alan Patrick could be good. Manon Firo, who looked phenomenal last time out against Tabitha Ricci, a late-coming late newcomer, undefeated. Uh, that could be a, a great women's fight as well. Sean Woodson versus Yusef Salah could be exciting. And Jordan Levitt versus Claudio Puentes which could be very exciting as well. So one of those cards, and I'm, I'm not going to tell you you need to watch it live. I get it. Um, but I think we're going to have some highlights that you can at least go back and, and watch. Um, Cole Coffey, uh, we, we touched on a lot of them. Any name or, or fighter stand out to you, is, whether it be their interview or just uh, somebody that you like to watch fight that, that people maybe need to tune into if, they're, if they weren't thinking about it on ESPN+. Plus. Well, I will tell you a funny story. I want to say, I think it was Alan Patrick. Uh, he had his mask on for part of it, but uh, I think I told you, during the media day, when I went to go use the restroom, there, you know, we're in this, we're in this room for what four hours, five hours. I actually yeah. didn't even leave till like five p.m. yesterday, I so know. I literally was there, there all day, all day. But at one point, when I was going to use the restroom, he was walking into the building, and his buddy was behind him. Of course, had his phone out filming it. I think was trying to make this whole big, just sort of, oh, we're here, here we are, we're showing up. It's fight day, let, or, you know, fight week. Let me roll in. And, of course, I walk straight through the shot. I try to duck down. I'm like, ah, man. I'm like, let me duck down. And he's going to be like, ah, oh, I've ruined his shot, you know. The professional videographer walking Ruined right somebody else's shot. shot, you know. And I tried to duck down. I was like, ah, oh, well, darn it, you know. He's going to be like, man, who is that random dude that walked through me on his way to the bathroom? And then uh, time had passed. We did interviews. We did interviews. He was upstairs doing whatever. <laughs> Some time passes. I have to go use the restroom again. And I go to use the restroom and he just so happened to be coming down the stairs from upstairs, and his buddy was filming again. So I walked through his shot a second time, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. He this is going hates to me. hate me. This dude absolutely Literally hates me. ruined his, the, his intro and his outro of his, of his video. Um, so you should watch his fight yeah, because I feel bad. Shout out to Alan Patrick uh, video <laughs> blog. Let's, let's see what the, the, the new get. You can see some guest starring appearances by Cole My Coffey. cameo. But yeah, no. I mean, besides that, I mean, it. Uh, you, you picked with the Bozer and Latifi. I think that's going to be a fun one. Yep. Uh, Zalal and Woodson should be that fun. Yusuf is always fun to watch. Um, but uh, you know, I, I'm expecting this to be one of those ones where um, there's going to be a lot of fights because a lot of these fighters are, you know, what tends to happen is when they even when they don't know that they're contending, these are the type of fights that pushes them closer to being in those ones. So, I imagine everybody out there is going to be giving. Uh, like they always do. You know, it's not like they don't give 100% every time. But this is one of those cards where it's full of people uh, fighting to become a contender. So we always get some good ones out of this. So it should be a fun night. Um, 
And I'm glad that it's done early. No, I like it. You know what I mean? It's probably just us getting old at this point. Yeah. But I, I like the fact that I can go home and actually, like, say hello to my wife and put my kid to bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just you're not giving away the whole night, you know? So it's, I, yeah. I, I hate to. To be done before midnight is, is, is pretty it's nice. spectacular. It's nice. You know, if you can go back home and see the family and that sort yeah. of thing. So it's, it's cool and have a little you know spare time. So yeah. uh, I completely agree with you, man. So I, I'm excited for that. And then, uh, like I said, I'll be around. Uh, all right, listen, one more interview I wanted to bring to you. Right before I got here, uh, I had a chance to speak with Dan Ige. Dan Ige is headlining uh, against the Korean Zombie on June 19th. So I figured, hey, let's let's bring a little little one-on-one interview with Dan Ige before he gets into all the, the media day uh, hoopla and the routine of everything. So here's a, a quick chat and a look ahead to later this month. This is Dan Ige. Dan, 50K Ige. I got it right at the top. Are we Are we changing it to 75K Ige? I mean, if Tony Ferguson got it done, maybe maybe you but you can work it behind the scenes? <laughs> no, nah, I, 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 I kind of thought about that. I mean, I got a lot of tweets about that. And it's, uh, I mean, for me, it's never really, I mean, it's not about the money. It's just kind of the, the, the principle behind 50K is more of like, a, it's just a way of life, you know. Of course, it, it kind of has a symbolism of 50K, going for the bonus but you know i've kind of just applied that that way of life like i'll go for the bonus you know in the cage outside the cage in life and anything i do i'll go for the bonus so um the 50k will probably remain the same i i did think about adding it like every time i get a bonus so right now i'm <laughs> actually at 100k i'm going for 150 so um i thought that would be cool too but i also don't want to be the hassle that's changes his nickname every fight so uh, we'll, we'll keep it as 50k for now. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And I guess can we can we pull back the curtain a little bit? Just because you get 100k in bonuses doesn't mean you get off baby duty, right? You're, you're still yeah. even though you're the you're the big bad UFC fighter. When you're at home, you still got to be dad too. Yeah, still dad. Still, I mean, literally, well, I just took a kid. I want to show you. He was right here. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, still, still. Uh, dad when i'm at home when uh obviously i'm training one to two times three times a day sometimes and uh you know gotta come home and be a dad so uh it's not easy but it, it, it i love it man it's uh it's definitely brought me a lot of structure in my life i never really had structure in any of my training camps or my life and now i feel like i have complete structure um something i never had before and like now just like having a son like i'm forced to have structure and um yeah, it just created like a wonderful structure in my training camp, in my livelihood, in my family life, and um, yeah, I'm on, I'm on point, man. That's awesome, man. That's great. Yeah. No, nothing better than fatherhood. As great as chasing a championship is, there's nothing better than being a dad. So, no, uh, talk about Dan. I mean, obviously, from the day you stepped in the UFC, you've never been afraid of competing against anybody. I mean, you'll take on all comers. You're, you got your mindset at the top, but. This was a fight that you wanted. You 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 called this one out. Not 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 trash talking. That's not your style. But you just said, "Man, this is the fight we want to put together with the Korean Zombie." It got done. Why was this the fight that, that made sense to you? Because I I don't normally hear you ask for specific matchups, but this one you were like, "Yeah, this is the one we got to do." Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, it's the fight. It's the fight that's going to propel me to the next level. It's the fight that's going to put me into the top five. It's going to put me into that title contention range. So, um, and the Korean Zombie's a legend, you know, I, I want to face household names like Zombie Barbosa's, like, I want to have these guys on my resume, and um, the Korean Zombie is the guy I watch forever, I'm a big fan of the Korean Zombie, and, you know, I, I love his style, so I, I just also think it'll make a fun fight for, you know, myself, for the fans, for the company, and it's just gonna, 
it's going to raise every, it's going to raise my stock 100% it's going to raise his stock like it's going to go out there and put on a we're going to go out there and put on a good show and you know this is my opportunity to break into the top you know of those household names yeah, that's what I think is so intriguing about this, right? Like I might look at, um, say, Edson Barbosa and say, okay, that's maybe uh, maybe even a bigger name. You know, he's been up there for a long time as well, but 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 not to like the house. You know, the Korean Zombie, that's like an icon, right? I mean, this yeah. guy is a, is a brand. So I wonder, will you have that moment at all? I mean, are you past that in your career? Or do you still have those fun moments where you get in there and you go like, oh, my God, I'm in here with the Korean Zombie? Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, that's how I look at it now. Um, and I, I do look up to these guys. It's like one of those things where your, your idols become your rivals. I mean, I wouldn't call him a rival, but he is going to, he is my opponent. He's going to be a guy standing across from me, trying to take food off my table, off my family's table, you know, trying to, he's trying to impact my future. And, um, and that, in that case, when, when I'm in there with anyone, doesn't matter who they are. I don't put them on this pedestal, like the Korean zombie, the great, or the Edson Bar Barboza, like this guy's so great. I don't put him on that pedestal when I'm in there competing outside of it, like looking at it right now, a couple of weeks off from the fight. Yeah, I look up to the guy. He's a legend. But when we're competing, I don't I don't look at the opponent. I don't look at who it is. It, it, it's literally, I, I'm on autopilot. All my training takes over. My mental state is just, I, I'm in the flow state. I'm not thinking about what's next. I'm not thinking about what happened five minutes ago. I'm completely in the present. And that's that's the goal every time to find that flow state. And um, I'm just going to go in there and do what I do, man. Like, have no expectations. Just like in the, the last fight against Gavin Tucker. I go in there, like, you don't have expectations. You're not looking for knockouts. They just come. So um, I'm starting to learn that, you know, I, as I gain more and more experience throughout my career. Uh, I'm becoming a veteran now. I'm 15 and three. That's uh, yeah, 18 pro. I'm I'm getting experience, man. I've had experience with some of the best guys in the world. Went to the distance with some of the best guys in the world. Went five rounds with some of the best, and here we are now, a couple weeks away, and I'm I'm about to do it again. Yeah, this this has everything, you know, all the markings of a, of a fantastic fight, as you said. It's gonna be great for anybody. Talk about the preparation for him, Dan. Is there, I mean, is there anything you have to do separate, knowing? The, the type of durability he has. Obviously, he's got, you know, we, we talk about his striking, but he's got some good grappling as well. I mean, is, is there anything that you had to do differently for him that, you that you know, it's kind of a new or, or an increased focus this time around? I wouldn't say I've really done anything different from, like, a tactical standpoint. I kind of, like I said earlier, I created a structure around, around me and my team. Like, now I, I build a camp around me, around Dan Ige. It's not like I just show up to practice and do all the practices and get the work in like that way it works but at the highest level i'm realizing um you have to create a structure you have to create a team and a camp around you based on what you're about to do to your opponent so yeah we we are you know i have been embracing the zombie apocalypse training like i have like these tough kids that i train with tough mexican kids that just push me every day these guys are like zombies like go ask uh uh, gorgeous George, go ask him. He was in there the other day uh, watching our sparring, and, like, we're, we're fighting. Like, I'm fighting these guys. And, uh, yeah, the Korean Zombie, he he's definitely, you know, he's a veteran. He's durable, but I feel like his durability is just – he's durable against certain guys, you know. Will he be durable against me? Maybe. I'll be prepared if he is, but at the end of the day, I know if I if I can touch him clean anywhere, he's going to he's gonna go out cold. 
you talk about kind of building this camp around you, but uh, the, the gym uh, at Extreme Couture just continues to get better and better, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's kind of an interesting time, right? I mean, the, the the pandemic has been tough, but I think you guys have almost benefited from this thing, right? There's so many events yeah. here and there's so much being done here. You guys are getting to see the best of the best come through, it seems like, on a weekly basis, man. So, I mean, do, do you feel like this has been a year of of growth for, for you and for the for the team as a whole? Yeah, no, most definitely. I, I really actually feel like the pandemic was beneficial. And um, to our gym, I mean, to the millions of people around the world that suffer from it, like, I, I know how how hard of times it was for everyone. But, like, for Extreme Couture in particular, it was a great time because there was so much opportunity that occurred over the years. And also just the amount of talent that, that has been rolling through the room. And it, it just caused everyone to level up even on, on the coaching staff side, like everyone's like leveled up their game. Like now, now we're, now we're starting to get recognized again before we we're this gym. Like we were a household name, but we're also known as the gym that just goes in there. Like you just go to the extreme couture to fight and like spar hard. And that's kind of what it was known for. Like you go there and like, you know, have all the old school guys there. But I feel like we've really evolved over the past two years and have taken things to the next level as far as, you know, tactics and strategies and just working hard. Like, we work hard, and I think we take pride in that, um, of how hard, like, some of our practices are. Obviously, we got to be smart in some cases, like, when you're preparing for a fight. But for the most part, like, we're – I believe we're working harder than any gym out there. Yeah, I agree, man. I feel like this has really been a, a resurgence. Like you said, not not the ideal scenario to get it done, but it's just paid off in, in big dividends for you guys. So uh, I did want to ask, too, about having Francis Nagano around there. I mean, is is you know, I, I doubt you're doing a, many rounds with Francis or getting direct work in there with him, but, I mean, is having the UFC heavyweight champ of the world in the gym, I mean, it feels like that might bring a little extra swag to the room when he's there. Yeah, no, I, I love it when Francis is in the gym. Like, I just, like, you know, I, I see his work ethic. I always see, he's always putting in extra work after practice, but he's also in there having fun, man. Like he's he doesn't like take it like seriously. Like, oh, I'm a champion. I have to be so serious. Like he's in there. He has fun. Like I'll spar with. I'll move around with Francis. I don't like. I think it's fun. Like I will go around. Like he might just hit me with a little jab, and I'll go flying twenty feet across the room. But like to go in there, and just move with the heavyweight champ of the world is just like you know. That's I think that's just in it an incredible thing like i could tell my son bam one day and uh yeah man he's he's good energy and it just i think it, it it makes everyone you know realize like looking where this guy came from and everything he's been through to get to america to become the heavyweight champion of the world is just like and super inspiring so when i see him in the gym i just automatically like okay I, i'm work I'm, I'm getting after it today because i have no excuse i have uh uh, it's just good energy all around. That's why you're a professional fighter, Dan. That sounds like the least fun thing on the planet to me. To be, <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything worse that I wouldn't want to do than be sparring with Francis. That's Nugano. my favorite grappling partner. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> well, listen. Uh, all right, big fight. Uh, are you thinking? I mean, rankings and position. I mean, you're you're always pretty good about observing where everything's at and, you know, kind of knowing the competition and knowing the roadmap that makes sense. So when you see this fight, are you thinking about where that puts you and what's next and what the plan is after this? Or, or, or do you let yourself get too involved with that, you know, especially at this point in camp? Yeah, I, I mean, I always game plan. I'm always looking. 
I always look two years ahead of my my myself and my career. Like I, I never look past two years, but I look two years ahead of myself. And two years ahead of myself, I do see myself being the champion of the world, featherweight champion of the world. And um, this fight, this fight is everything. Everything for me to gain um, from comes with winning this fight. Uh, it, it'll put me right there. Zombies number four in the world. If I go out there and beat them, when I go out there and beat them, that'll put me right there in the top five. And you know, you, you got Brian Ortega fighting for the title, you got Max and Yair, and then you, you'll have me. So um, the good thing is I'm first, so you could, once I go, like, I'm going to lay the blueprint, I mean, not the blueprint, but just kind of the, I'm going to set the standard, I'm going to set the bar for these other guys to go out there and compete and fight their fights, but, you know, when the time comes, I'll be ready, whether I have to fight another fight, whether I have to take on, a, you know, the next guy, after one of these fights or you never know in this sport you could just be in the right place at the right time and get a title shot so i i'm i'm gonna go out there but obviously i, I want to stay active i know a lot of guys they'll get to the top and then they'll sit out and like you know they'll waste a year of their career i'm not trying to do that so uh i have a goal i have to go out there and i just have to keep winning and then i know eventually i'll get my top my uh my title shot yeah, no doubt about it. You're right there. You laid it out perfect. A bunch of big fights coming. All right, let's say you get a choice. You either get to go out there and have another Gavin Tucker fight where you're one and done, or this goes and this turns into like zombie Leonard Garcia S five round epic Hall of Fame brawl. You still get your hand raised either way. You get your hand raised either way. One's a performance bonus, one's a fight of the night bonus. So it's the same bonus either way. Yeah. Which yeah, one do no. you take? I uh well I prepared I put so much preparation into this, so like I want to go. I was just telling my trainer today, like with all this work we're doing, like it would almost be disappointing to go out and knock him out in the first round. Like I want to go out there and like I want to showcase. I want to go out and show my skills and um, show my 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 cardio. My fuck my gassing. My engine is amazing right now. Like I'm I'm very confident in it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to embracing a war, but a one sided war. You know, I'm looking to go out there. I want to perform like. If we have a five-round fight, I want to be the dictator. I want to be the guy putting it on him. Like, I don't want to – the Leonard Garcia – like, that sounds fun. It'll be fun for the fans, but it'll also be fun to watch me, you know, in a one-sided war too. Like, whether I play it on my terms, like, it's going to be exciting for the fans. So his terms, my terms, doesn't matter if we go out there and, you know, we're, we're going to fight. And then it's going to be a – Regardless, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome for, for everyone to watch. And I, everyone should be tuning in for this fight. All right, so there he is, Dynamite Dan. Dan, 50K. Not 75K, 50K. <laughs> that was one-time deal. One-time <laughs> deal. One-time deal only. Uh, listen, I do think that's going to be a great fight with Korean Zombie, and it is a meaningful one. And... Uh, Listen, we just like Dan, man. He's a good dude, and, and always, uh, always been super nice to us at, at, at the uh, at, at all of MMA Junkie, and of course MMA Roadshow too. Uh, last things, I guess. Uh, did you did you catch the Ultimate Fighter premiere, or did you? Uh... No, I need to actually put it on my list to uh, to to go back and watch it. I've heard decent, okay. I, things listen, about man, it? I enjoyed it. You know what? Yeah. I get it, man. Everybody says it's repetitive, but I'm here to give everyone permission 
to watch the Ultimate <laughs> Fighter because I know that like, I feel like everything. I, every time I look on social media, it's like every MMA journalist is telling you why Tough is burned out and you shouldn't use it again. Yeah, I enjoyed it, man. You're meeting some prospects. Um, you know, it, 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 you can tell there's going to be some tension. They previewed a little bit of the hijinks that, oh, that Ortega nice. and Volkanovski are kind of going to get into a little bit. So uh, yeah, we it, heard a little bit of that we did too. Hear a little off, bit of that. off the record, there <laughs> we the heard a little bit about some of the stuff that was happening. So uh, I'm here. If anybody wants to give you grief, you just say, John Morgan gave me permission to watch The Ultimate Fighter and not feel like I'm not cool about it. Uh, I enjoyed it, man. And maybe it was, you know, I get it. Look, I, towards the end, did I necessarily catch every single episode? Like, nah, I kind of fast-forwarded to some of the fights on, on some of them. But um, I don't know, man. I enjoyed the episode. And the fact that it's on ESPN+, Plus, um, that you can just pull up whenever you want, uh, no commercials, you know what I mean? So it just kind of runs right through it, like 45 minutes, uh it's good, man. I, I dug it. So, yeah, if, if, you, if you got the Ultimate Fighters back, uh, the Ultimate Fighter is back. So uh, go tune in and, uh, and watch that. Um, other than that, should just say, by the way, if you enjoy what you listen to, and I should have thrown this in there earlier, but I didn't, make sure you go on over to Patreon.com. Yeah. Help, help support us over there. Help, be, like, be like our man David Buckley who David joined in. David Buckley, welcome. Thanks, David. And how about Oliver Hopkinson going the annual route. Oh, yes. Just going ahead and sign up for a full year in advance, getting that 10% discount and supporting us for a full year. We appreciate you don't that. See, you don't see too many Olivers. Not a lot. I bet he's I bet he's extremely good-looking and well-hung and, and makes lots of money. And, 100%. Yeah. I mean, if you're dropping you know, money on the MMA Roadshow. <laughs> a year at a time. Baller. baller. Or you could be like our man Thomas Dunscum, who stepped his game up and is yes, big-time producer now. Dunscum. We do, I think he... We butchered his name so many times, but he did say it. I think at one point he said we got it right. I just don't remember what point we got it right at. <laughs> we said like 30 versions of it. <laughs> I think Dunscombe, he said it's good. So Yeah, he's like, don't put the weird shit on it. And just just Dunscombe. <laughs> Shout out to everybody for supporting us. It really does mean a lot to us. And, of course, when you support us at Patreon.com slash The MMA Roadshow, you get the and-a-half episode that we do every week after every UFC event. Last week was a rare week without a UFC event, but we're right back to it this week. Uh, I, ain't, I ain't mad about that last week. That I was, was nice. nice. <laughs> I had a, little, a weekend off was good, and, and I got to I go, ain't mad. I got to go do CFFC, and uh, we just announced, by the way, CFFC July 3rd as well. Uh, so the next time there's a weekend off for the UFC, I'll be out in Philadelphia again doing uh, CFFC. So uh, if you're out there, come say what's up. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's a good fight, too, man. Evan Cuts, uh, the new champ against uh, the undefeated Canadian, Johan Lainess, uh the challenger, man. It's, it's going to be it's going to be a great fight. That's the only fight we got announced for it. Maybe. And I don't know what necessarily my full involvement is going to be yet because they're still working out all the details, but uh, CFFC is launching uh, a full professional grappling league as well, Fury wow. Grappling. You yeah, they, get in there and grapple, are you? No, no, no. That will definitely not be my involvement. <laughs> uh, what I meant is I don't know if we'll be broadcasting find that, that dig one Dig out or that not. rash guard. I think they're trying to work on all the contracts and that sort of stuff, and then we'll find out if, if me and CM Punk are calling it. I'd, I'd love to do it. If, if they'll have me, I'll, I'd certainly love to do it. Uh, but they got to work out some details. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's being launched as well. So that's something that they wanted to do before the pandemic, and then obviously that kind of slowed everybody's plans down. Um, but, yeah, Fury Pro Grappling as well, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, and if anybody uh, likes Sturgis uh, Motorcycle Rally, might have some news coming up here soon that it, we could probably just say something about. If you're going to be in Sturgis in August. We might be there, too. We would like to have a frosty beverage with you. I don't, <laughs> have, they, have, they, have they announced everything yet? I don't know if they have. I don't know that. if they really have either. We'll just have But it's a, August 12th, 13th, and 14th is the rally. Or maybe the rally's that whole weekend. I yeah. Think. But we'll be in Sturgis, Sturgis for three consecutive nights. Yes. And we will be able to have beers. Yes, because it is not an MMA event that we're covering. Yes. We're... we're 
uh, I mean, it's, at this point, it's I'm sure you kind of know what we're doing, but <laughs> I don't know if they've announced it. So I don't know if we're the ones. But it's that camping and drinking, camping but, and drinking. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be working, but it's not quite the amount of work that goes into an MMA junkie shift. So we'll be no. uh, we'll be drinking some cold beer. So for any reason you're gonna be out in Sturgis in August, Let look us, us up, look us up. Or if you're gonna be in Phoenix next week, we'll be in Phoenix next Ooh, week. So if yes. anybody wants to uh, grab a beer in Phoenix, uh, now that the world is opening back up again, and these restrictions are off and all that. I mean. Don't forget, we do have to work a little bit. But yeah, that's true. We always like to sneak out and have a couple of frosty beverages. That's so true. If, if you're in, uh, if you're in any of those cities, be sure and uh, hit us up. Hit me up on social media, and we'll we'll figure something out. And always like to get together and hang out with people. Even though the last one, you kind of passed out at the end. I did. Joe from H Town was so happy about that. Yep. He was like, he was like, I can't believe John passed out. I was like, but he woke back up. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, good. That was fun. Oh, that was a good time. Yeah, I was ready to call it a night, and then I didn't call I, it I a night. I think at the end of the night, I was like, I just got to leave. I was like, I'm about to pass out in the corner. I was like, I'm leaving. I was like, bye, guys. <laughs> it was very unceremonious. I was like, I'm just, I'd rather pass out in my room. <laughs> yes, so you can be a part of that. Yes. All come the- join the shit show. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our tagline from now on. Just come join the shit show. Hopefully we'll see you there. Sturgis, Phoenix, Vegas, if you're ever here. Now that Vegas is open back up, just always hit us up in the meantime. Thanks for listening.